But like, if you were to add music, you feel that emotion. Music puts emotion into you, like with the different hurts and stuff like that. Yeah. You got like 432 hertz. That's like musical healing for the heart and soul or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. music is a part of us. Music came from us. <laughs> this mm-hmm. we need music in life. I'm not saying like we need it to stay alive, but like. like Music is everything. Music is everywhere. It's how we live. This our culture. What's up, guys? This is Project Reloaded, and in today's episode, we have our very first special guest, Toronto, on the mic with us, and he will be discussing, you know, his perspective on music, and also discuss his music, and we also discuss the industry in general, and you know where music is going, and our thoughts on it. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is another great episode. And uh, yeah, kick back. Do whatever you want to do while you listen and enjoy. Welcome everyone back to the Project Reloaded podcast. I am one of your hosts, Q-Man, and here with my co-host and one of the main hosts, Mike the Project. Mike, say hello. What up, everybody? Today is another off-the-cuff we're back with the Off the Cuff series, and today is a special day because we have a guest, our very first guest on the podcast. He is an up-and-coming singer slash rapper, just dropped the EP on Valentine's Day, February 14th, called a Youth EP. You should go check it out on all social media platforms, but without further ado, I introduce you Tarante. Tarante, say hello. Hello, hello, what's up? We are here to talk about Toronto and the music and his music and the music industry in general. So, Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just let's just hear about you. Like, one of my first questions I wanted to ask you: What started you to make your own music? Man, ever since I was seven, I've been looking up to like these little Disney Channel stars and how young they were, and it's like those are little kids doing the same age, right? Doing the these really cool things, and I want to do the same thing. Then I seen Justin Bieber get big, and I was like, he only a kid, but he got this big. Then I seen Janet Smith. And then at seven years old, I started writing my own music, and I just learned how to play piano myself, self-talk. Nobody else would really teach me anything, so I had to, you know, do it all myself. And I've been going up ever since from there. Okay. All right, all right. So so um, how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? Seventeen. All right, so so you've been working at it for ten years, pretty much. Yep, that's that's dedication. That is dedication. And well, I just want to put this out there, guys. I do know Toronto. I basically grew up with this dude. He's one of my. I consider him one of my brothers because we did go to bunch middle school over here in Atlanta, uh, for like seventh and eighth grade, if I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I, yeah, it was seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, and I basically grew up. What I do? I came like real, real good friends with him. Still my brother to this day, and it's like kind of excited because I haven't talked to him like forever. So like you know, it's just crazy because we both grown now. Well, all all of us technically grown actually. We almost have well, me and Toronto almost out the door. Mike, you already out the door. Man. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy because, like, you know, everyone's doing their own thing now and everyone's just following their dreams. And just, it's just crazy, man. Because I remember me and him just in the lunchroom, just like with our group of friends, we see every day, like, crazy. Now it's like 
everyone being singers. One, I don't know. I remember my ex. She's a model now. She's doing well. One of my good friends. She pregnant. I mean, everyone's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's <laughs> growing up. Everyone's growing Too up bad. for real. Too soon. Too yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, it is it is what it is, man. You can't can't control you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. But Tarante, I wanted to ask you, what do you label yourself as an artist? What do you label yourself? Um <laughs> an artist. <laughs> do you do you um, categorize yourself in certain categories or do you just oh. oh so so you like just you're a music artist and you wouldn't say uh, your music goes into any category. Nah, because I like I make I want to make music in every single genre. And if you want to listen to my music, I got pop music, I got soft pop, yeah, rap, hip hop. You can hear a song with me screaming my lungs out. Right. <laughs> and it's, so that was, so that like, was um that's kind of like uh, X's philosophy. That was kind of like how he did it. Yeah. Because I look yeah. up to more than one person at the same time, and those different people make music in different genres. And I was like, if I fuse these things together, I could be greater. Right, right. All right. So who who is inspiring you the most right now? If, if you were to say um, top three. Number one, Justin Bieber. <laughs> really? Number two, yeah, I've been watching him since I was a kid. Number two, X for sure. Mm-hmm. And three, Janice Smith. And it's all just young people. It's right, you. right. I hear that. You think that's the future? Those three? N- not just those three, like uh, young artists in general. Or do you think um, Do you think there's space for everybody? There's space for everybody, but as you can see, there's a lot more young artists coming up out there. You got kids getting signed to record labels at 11 years old. Right, right. <laughs> How do you um plan on differentiating yourself um from from the rest of the artists in let's say the next uh two to three years? Huh. Well that'll be based off my music. Like I can make an album or an EP mm-hmm. and put different genres on that one EP and as people listen to it, it's like I just heard a pop song. Now he over here screaming, like, what is this? Right, <laughs> you know? right. Instead of like a regular person like Beyonce or something, like the whole album is just R and B. Right. So, yeah. I also wanted to ask if there was um an upcoming artist, what would your advice be for them for um like what would you tell them um in order for them to, you know, keep going and keep making music? Um, take the critical advice. Some people know what they're talking about and you should take it in sometimes and Mm-hmm. Just keep believing in yourself no matter what as long as you're dedicated and you keep believing you can achieve what you want to achieve no matter what it is or how high it is you can mm-hmm. do what you want to law of attraction is really just speaking into existence and it'll come back to you mm-hmm. right. so you mentioned law of attraction <laughs> yeah. so yeah. explain explain that for people who, who don't know uh, what that is well, I'm kind of learning it myself still. That's another friend was teaching me about it. And mm-hmm. it's basically like the universe and you are one, right? <laughs> the universe is in with, within you. And as you speak to it, it'll bring things back to you, but not, you know, like right away. You got to work towards it. As you work towards it, it's working towards you too. Mm. And you, you know, meet each other in the middle. 
Yeah. So the idea of it is, you know, thinking of this goal and then speaking, speaking it and then also working towards it all the same time. And, and it kind of pulls together is, is that, um, is that what you would say it is or? Yep. I mean, even with, without law of attraction, if you still do the same thing, it's still going to come, right? <laughs> you're talking about what you're going to do in the future and you're dedicated and you're working really, really hard. Either way it goes, it's still going to come to you. Do you think it's just a different way to label your your labor? The things you put out uh, will come come back to you like the fruits of your labor? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm trying to, um, I don't know that much about the law of attraction. I'm just trying to understand um, the uh, the background on it and, you know, how, how it's different um, from, let's say, you know, what, what I just said of you know, just putting in work. You still, do, you still put in the work. You just don't know. You don't know what's coming, you know. And hmm. people who know about law of attraction, they know what they want. They know what to speak out there. You know, mm. not, you know, not want it or not need it, but you know, what's the word? <laughs> when you don't want it and you don't need it, but you, you know, you like you, you gotta have it in your heart or something like that. It's meant to be there for you. Your passion. Yeah, yeah, suicidal passion. <laughs> gotcha. That right. that's I never heard that term before. Uh, suicidal, suicidal passion. passion. Yeah. yeah, that's my that's my passion with music. My suicidal passion. I'll die for it. Man. It's, I was just about to say that a passion you can die for. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. I remember hearing that like in I, I like Kendrick Lamar a lot. And I think one of his songs he kinda uh that's element. Yeah, yeah. I, man, that's one of my favorites. Damn. I got it from Janet Smith on his old album, Sorry. Came out in 2010. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, yeah. go slap. Yeah. B and L yeah. is my favorite songs on there, no cap. You know, B and L is the same song, just split up into two. I know, okay. Open <laughs> them together, it's like it's amazing, okay. Don't don't come for me. Can't forget you. You was like really pretty dope too. You was pretty dope too, but I ain't gonna lie. Favorite song right now has to be either Target by YBN Corday or Robbery by Juice World. Either those two. I heard robbery. Because robbery goes crazy. Yeah. There was a couple of songs. Uh, I feel like Juice World is like he's really popular, but I feel like old heads, I'd say they they don't they don't recognize him as much. Um, just because of their like old ways. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, he grew up listening to like the music I grew up listening to. He grew up listening to. The white people, <laughs> no, no racist things, but like, right, right. you know what I mean? Like, he grew up listening to pop music, not really rap like that. And I guess, you know, he had friends who also rap, but he listened to white music. He put mm-hmm. it together and he got broken hearted a little bit and just, you know. <laughs> right. And then Lucid Dream made him famous. Man, Lucid Dreams, that's, I mean, I, I like that one a lot. I mean, you should pay for it. I feel like Lucid Dreams is one of the only songs that's like, yeah, it may be overplayed, right. but it's played in a good way. Yeah, it's like once you hear it, it's like you just have to, you just have to sing like a lyric or two. You got to think about you know with X and Pete when they both died. It's like 
you got all these little kids wondering like who do I listen to now? Like they're not making music anymore. So you got people migrating over to Juice World and all these other young rappers. Yeah. Ski mask is pretty good too. Foster failure. Nuketown. Best <laughs> one on that album. Like that shit goes Fungus. up. And one thing about Ski Mask, his flow is something unmatched. I, unmatched. Yeah, it's unmatched. I never heard anyone else do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do like, that. <laughs> exactly. He just rap fast on the regular. Yeah, so it's like crazy. Only, like the only thing you can like try to catch up and sing to is like the chorus, and then everything else is like fucking three times. <laughs> I can't catch up. Right. Dark to Mike, what you were saying. Toronto, I want to get your your take on how do you think oh how you think old heads feel about the new rappers coming up today? I know I've seen a lot of controversy and a lot of debates on oh these these new kids don't know how to rap. This is how the rap game goes, and then you know some people saying vice versa. So, what is your take on that? This is how I see it. So, old heads, right? They're called old heads because they're old. They 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 were they were there back then when they see what was going on and like what was happening in the world, right? Right. So therefore, they know what it's like to actually fight for something and actually you know know what to have something to talk about, express it because they seen it with their own eyes, right? Mm. The only thing we go through is youth is you know heartbreaks and that's it. And like we never really <laughs> seen like we don't see as much racism as we as the old heads back in the day. So it's like when they look at us, they're like, what are they talking about? They're not talking about nothing real. But like we just we just having a good time, being free, you know what I mean? Just making each other laugh and smile and just sing along to the songs. But at the same time, it's like I don't think that they're jealous of us. It's just they want us to understand what they went through and that we're creating something else new. We're just changing the game up. And I don't think they want the game to change because they want to be remembered forever. But you gotta be forgotten at some point in time. Yeah. I wanted to touch up on that. Um, you you kind of mentioned how you know they went through a lot of struggles and stuff, but that's kind of the goal of. Uh, do you do you think that's the goal of an artist? Like, do you think an artist has to have struggle in order to be on legend status? That's what I wanted to ask. Everyone in the world has to struggle for something. That's true. Yeah. Do you think it has to be like a a large, a, like big struggles? I give an example. Like um, Kanye West type. Kanye stuff. West type struggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look at Drake. Drake didn't really. Yeah, heartbreak. Struggles <laughs> like that. All but... he did was got shot under grassy, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he did like, have a lot of like. It seems like he he had a lot of relationship struggles. Yeah, like growing up and stuff like that. And then, as you can see, he's older now. And he's like, you don't even talk about that stuff no more. And then you look at, like, Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> what people still talk about him and Selena Gomez to this day, even though he's married. So I believe that's a struggle he has to deal with every single day. And then at the same right. time, you got people who hate a lot on people just because, you know, it's like, I'm not you. I want to be you. So I'm going to keep hating on you until I become you. So that's, you can't forget he got the most dislikes on YouTube. <laughs> Actually... That YouTube rerun shit got <laughs> YouTube rerun. Their YouTube rerun was pretty bad. Um, it was pretty bad. I'm still gonna, you know, tease Will Smith to this day about that. <laughs> Mark, what was it? Mark Gas Brownlee. 
I wouldn't see. Totally I... disrespecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, um, going back to the music thing, um, the 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 current state of of music, like in America, like what's what's popular right now is is hip hop, and you know you have these these other genres and all these other types of music that you know people pay attention to or sleep on or one or the other but hip-hop kind of risen from the underground to the point where it's it's basically replaced rock and pop in a way uh do you think that hip-hop will continue growing with its influence and then eventually become like rock where you know your parents used to listen to that (laughs) And then there'll be something new, or do you think music will just be created at this point, and every genre has already kind of been discovered, and people are just gonna make what they're gonna make at this point? Well, to me, I see people like if you listen real closely to, like you said, sleeping on artists and stuff, like mm-hmm. the ones we sleep on, you got them fusing like more than one genre in one song. Mm-hmm. Like you ever heard of Star Lord? Who's that? <laughs> You don't want to know. <laughs> he's, 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 yeah, if you could, <laughs> you, if you listen to him, and if you listen to his music, he has. You got the rock, right? Then you got the metal, and then mm. you got rap, all mm. three at the same time, <laughs> in one verse. And then you got Juice World, who's rapping, right? But at the same mm. time, he's low key singing. And you could mm. put him in either hip hop or R and B because his voice is just like that. He got that vibe. And then mm. he also did a song with Halsey, without me, and she makes pop music. So that's like. Three dramas again in one song. So I feel like as we keep getting up there, everything is just going to fuse together and just become, wow, you got this artist who makes rock music making music with this guy who makes rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But history can't repeat itself. Yeah, I, you you could kind of say, say that about, I guess, different art forms too. Like if you think about what's painting, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like there's a, a whole digital atmosphere of art and new things and then you still have like the traditionalists who make like you know paintings with detail and all that other stuff but i i agree with that 100 about music it's like people are just gonna create and it's the same thing kind of with art forms that in like the painting form or you know the picture form it's kind of transcended in the same way Another thing I do also want to touch up is the music industry in general. I wanted to say, is it is it becoming more dangerous? Because it's more dangerous. yeah, when I say about dangerous, I mean like a lot of people are like, you know, either dying, losing money, getting sent to jail over false accusations. Like, for example, in February, like we touched up on this on in the last podcast, I said. February wasn't it for black people, especially for rappers, because of the whole 21 situation, him being deported, uh, Blueface getting arrested for gun charges, Little Baby got arrested for speeding, uh, the whole 6ix9ine deal, and then you got R. Kelly, and then just a lot of, lot of people that's related into the music industry are just getting in trouble. Some for good reasons and others for inexplicable reasons so i want to see your take and yours too mike on do you think the music industry is getting dangerous 
uh, I don't think it's getting dangerous at all. I think it's just, you know, normal people who are just music industry or not, the world is dangerous. You got R. Kelly, you got rapists out there, not just R. Kelly, you got people who get pulled over for having guns in a car, you got people who get pulled over for just having drugs in the car, music industry or not, you know, just regular people. And then if the music industry was to be more dangerous, it's like, I don't think it is. Like, I think it got more safe after a while. Like, everybody's just chill and, like, it's a lot of more independent artists out there now. Like, people are just, like, saying, forget a record label. I can do this on my own, you know? Mm. Yeah. I agree with that because, like, the um the business side of things, I, that's probably what, what got things foggy. Like, you know, the, two, the Tupac and Biggie thing, I feel like the industry has learned from that in a way. Like, you do have your cases of, like, X and things like that but that was kind of it from my from my take i don't know what actually happened like with x uh as far as why they did it and you know who was involved and like it, it's just like the world like Toronto was saying same thing it's it's dangerous world yeah <laughs> same <laughs> thing it's it, people go through stuff like they were just saying about some actor that died at 50 something because of a stroke so these are it's just like we have friends that probably passed away in the past or, you know, people who are close friends to our families. It's it's a common thing. Things happen. That's too true. Okay. okay. I just want to add. <laughs> that, that went a little depressing, didn't it? That, that kind of depressing. That made me think of something. I'm like, damn. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not gonna say her name, but a really, really a good friend of mine was one of my best friends. She did, you know, almost had one of those moments. And I'll tell you, when I heard that, I broke down crying. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. But I see what you're saying. Why is it is more safer? But still, at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like these rappers, especially some of these young rappers, some of them are like, way in over their head because you got i'm gonna say this you got 50 percent that knows who they gonna make music for know their plan know what they're gonna do then you got the other ones be like oh i got a record label i'm gonna ball out i can make whatever i want and people won't listen to it which is not the case unless you like blue face you know making a tatiana hit then we'll we'll see We'll see. But other than that, you just you just another dude on a record label making a couple small hits here and there, barely making it on the radio. You know, I'm, why I started my my own labels, like the music and stuff. It's just gonna be like you know, creating peace and positivity and love and all of that happiness. Just you know, no negativity at all anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So so what is um you you said it's uh, Tropical Records. Tropical Vibe Records, yes. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Tropical Vibe Records. So that's your philosophy behind it, you said, is is just, you know, peace and positivity. Do you have anything else to, like, say about it, do you think? It's just us inspiring the youth and showing what, what happiness and love can bring instead of, you know, like, if we were to all come together on this one little island, right? Yeah. And we just all had a blast just living life to the fullest, no stress, no nothing, just everybody just, you know, having a good time. That's what I want that to be. And like, we just, you know, spreading, you know, inspiration and motivation. And well, we're still kids, so it's like, look at us. We can, If we did it, you can do it too. Yeah. 
That's so inspiring. Cause like that we ain't, we we still guys. Come on, bro. Like we still young. Yeah. And we are like we're young, young, young black and white men, just men in general. <laughs> yes, okay? yeah, just men in general. Yeah. Like I said before, me personally, I don't see any color. We are young men. We out here. We already got our mentality straight, and we just. I don't know about y'all, but we're just trying to live the best life we can for ourselves. Right. Like like in the other podcast, you were saying just what you said, pretty much. Uh, just trying to live the most humble life you can. Right. Trying try to live the most humble life I can. No stress, no extra dense, no anxiety, no depression. Just living <laughs> yeah, life. Man. All of that just gone. Just freedom. Mm-hmm. And that brings up another question I want to ask you, Tarante. When you blow up, when you live in your nice house, you know, everything's going straight. Would you want to leave a legacy for your children or you just want to live your life? Both. Because <laughs> I asked that because um, I remember I was listening. I was listening to um, Logic the other day, you know, I had, and I was listening to his um, YSIV album. And it was one that's all called Legacy, where he said, fuck a legacy. I'm just going to spend time with my family, spend time with myself, and just live his life. And I just want to see your take on that. I mean, when you say legacy, it's like, oh, you're going to remember me for the rest of your life. I was this big rapper, right? But with me, it's like, legacy or not, as long as people are, like, becoming better in the world, that's that's all I care about. I don't care how remembered I am when I die or stuff like that. It's just as long as you guys became better people, you know? Mm-hmm. As long as everybody's cool, we're having a good time, no stress, no negativity, no hate. Y'all are all cool. I'm cool. I'm dead. You ain't gotta remember me. Just be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's why a lot of young rappers that don't know what they're doing, they need a mentality like that because, you know, like rappers like Juice World, YBN Corday, and Egg Scheme as all these other rappers. To me. Because I was talking to my dad about it the other day. To me, I think just give them like three to five years, those rappers will have longevity. For example, Kanye West, what, he been out for how many many decades? He been out for God knows how long. And it's because he has longevity. He makes consistent hits, half the hits, half the hits, and it keeps him in the charts. Same thing with Drake. He has longevity. Well, right now, any song he makes is like usually top ten. I say, even when they die, y'all still gonna be being played. Mm-hmm. Even when they die, I mean, look at X. Buddy dropped the album. Yeah, he was. Dead. <laughs> he dropped the album. They still did. You know how much yeah, you... he had to record to do that. Right. And some of the songs on the album was the other people, you know, in the little crew. But still, I think that's what a lot of rappers actually, they always have a lot of unreleased music. Like Trippy Red, actually, he dropped, it was like a little EP of unreleased music from like when he was first starting out, like from 2014. He was just like, here, here's some unreleased music. I never, I never released. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, that shit was fine. Even though that was his old him, that shit was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do the same thing, man. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. how much stuff I got on my phone and on my laptop, just sitting there waiting for perfection. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, I, w- I wanted to touch up on a little bit about the creation of it. Do you hold on to projects? Like, let's say you've written a whole song, you recorded it, but then, like, you, you keep trying to work on it. Uh, when do you let it go? Well, when you first make a song, you listen to it, right? It's like, this sounds amazing because, you know, you just made it. You're the only ear listening to it. Yeah, but yeah. you listen to it now, right? And then mm. you wait. You look, that's it. You listen to it right now. You wait a week later, you listen to it again. You're like, this is trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, okay, I did that. Wait another month. This is horrible. <laughs> so you just yeah. keep doing that until you know for a fact, you know, it's just there. And then you get other people to listen to it. Like, bro, how is this? They rate it and stuff like, okay, it's pretty good. I think I like it. It's pretty dope. I'm like, I think we should just put it out there, you know? Everybody right. else like it. Why won't the fans? Yeah. I asked because uh, I've made music before and I remember how many, you know, how much you, you know, how much you have to record before you get like a few songs. Yeah. Like, do you also, I wanted to ask about like, are those times like you ever get those times where you're like just in the zone and then like you, you'll start making songs back to back? You ever get into those vibes? That's what um, my other EP, my first EP, Tropical, was. I was just making songs back to back to back. It was supposed to be like only a few songs, but I just kept going. I was like, at one point, I had to stop it. <laughs> I know. And then, like, record, like when you're having a good time, when you're in a zone, it's like, okay, you know, you have patience when you're in a zone. You're like, okay, I'm feeling it, you know? But, like, yeah. when, you, when you're not in a zone and you're trying to hurry up and rush it because you want people to hear it so bad, hear what you think it's going to come out in your head, but then it doesn't come out in the music. It's like, you can tell you rushed it. Just That's why patience is key to everything. You got to right. you know, let time be your friend. You can't be against it. Right. Patience is a virtue, especially when it comes to music. Especially. Because one song can make or break you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're... I mean, I feel like at this point... If you make like a bad song, you can always pick yourself back up. Yeah. Right. Uh I, I think it only matters I mean, I'm trying to think of the circumstances that it would. Could you explain it a little more, Q Man? Like when I say one song can make or break you, I don't necessarily mean always oh, career ending. Yeah. But I just mean like, okay, you may you may fall off just a little bit. But that depends on, like, for example, let's just say you have one hit. Top of the charts, number one for, like, a good two weeks. And then you was like, okay, what else? And then it turns out you come out with the album, and most of the album, most of the songs on the album is, like, trash. Yeah. So you just lose, you'll lose people listening. You lose yeah. that kind of popularity. It was like, okay, and most of the songs on this album trash. Well, the, people would expect that the next right. album you make would be trash before right. like, it even comes out. Like people get, um, people get impatient with you if they they don't want to wait on it. If that's what you're saying, yeah, they'll just pass it up. They'll be like, "Nah, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that when it drops." Where on the other <laughs> hand, where where it's like, okay, you have one hit and it do real good. Then you have an album. Most of the songs are like fire. You just have people like, oh my god, I can't wait for this drop. This needs his album needs to drop now. Like for example, Juice World, he's dropping that album, A Death Race to to Love, March eighth. Best believe, I know that album gonna go crazy mm-hmm. because good goodbye and good riddance went crazy, and yeah. um, World on Drugs went crazy. 
Oh, yeah. Side note, speaking on World on Drugs, I'm going to say this right now. Future ruined that album. Period. <laughs> and you, and oh. you can't lie. You know how you were talking about, like, most songs on the album would be trash and, like, it would just ruin your yeah. reputation for people? You remember that song, You So Precious When You Smile? Yeah. Uh, Bazzy? That song is, like, that, that song blew up, right? And it was on the oh, same yeah. album as the song, Beautiful. No, Beautiful, 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 Beautiful Angel. That, yeah. It, like, I, I was talking about Patience. Those two songs has been out since 2017. People didn't start, you know, it didn't start getting noticed till like late 2018, towards the middle or whatever. People were making memes with the use of pressures when you smile. And then, right. to like, come 2019, late 2018, people are playing beautiful on the radio. Like, whoa, this came out two years ago. So, you know, it depends on like which, like, I don't think any, like, your songs are trash. It's just how the audience takes it in. It's like how they feel it and like what they, like, how they, can relate to it and latch onto it and what they, you know. Right. Especially, all right, this is going to go off topic a little bit, but especially with memes. And let me explain. Because <laughs> I live on the internet, okay? I know probably every meme that came out ever since the internet started, probably. And I feel like memes like that really do get get people noticed. Like, for example, it's a Song called Old Old Time Road by Little Nas and X. And on my timeline, all I saw was like country memes. And I hear that song playing in the background. And I'm like, oh shit, this song kind of fire. And the video is actually funny. So it made me go look up the song and listen to it. And the song's pretty fire. I like it. So I think that's what kind of happened with the um you so you so precious um song and the beautiful song as well is yeah like the internet it's like you gotta like with the music in order to actually blow up you can't just you know make a song blow me up you know you gotta fuse music with videos fuse music with these names and you know fuse every type of art together which is why like people should work together you know you can have like quincy you know how you love cars right you you know you could make a video about cars, right? And then you can have a friend who make music who put the music in that video, and then you can have somebody who's just crazy about art and editing, and you know, fuse all of that together. And mm-hmm. then you can have people like all over the world watching. It. It's like, dang, I really like that song. I'm gonna go check them out. And then you got people who are like, dang, I really like this video. I'm gonna check out who, who edited the video. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's all working together. And when you work together, you you creating fans of your own, little fans of your own. Like the little stuff always get noticed. Yeah, right. Attention to detail. That's yep. true. Okay, you, you mentioned like you know collaboration in order to in this day and age. That's that's you know how you how you make it without a label. Um, yeah. So what would what do you think the key is to maintain that once you get it? It's like the same kind of like a, a metaphor would be okay. You won the lotto, but how do you how do you maintain that money? Mm. <laughs> you just keep doing it, right? And then, like, to a certain point, you're going to be in your Instagram comments like, bro, this is old. Why are you still doing this? <laughs> and it's like, okay, what do y'all want to do? You know, you just, like I said you look earlier, you listen to the criticisms and you see, like, what they're talking about and what's being talked about the most. And you see the other trends that are going on. And, you know, you just keep connecting with the new trends every time. And as you're doing that, you're staying up with the trends. And while you're staying up with the trends, the youth is also staying up with the trends. So they're staying up with you. 
Okay, two two questions on that. The first one is, do you think you could create your own trends? Of course, anybody can. <laughs> mm. The the other thing I wanted to ask was, um, it, what do you think about, okay, what is your definition on selling out? Selling out? Yeah. Mm, I never I never thought about that or used that term before. Um, <laughs> selling out, I have no idea. Um, basically, what most people will use it as is like they'll do anything to get famous um, or get money. Oh, like okay. Uh, and you said how would I use it? No, I'm not saying how you would use it. I'd say I'm just asking what do you think your definition of of it is? I mean, like how much is what I meant to say? Sorry. <laughs> when does it become to that point like like where's the where's the line toward like where's acceptable okay this is authentic art and then where does it go past the line of okay this person's just trying to get famous like how do people avoid being um i guess you could say like fake pretty much like how do people avoid that in trying to elevate their art you avoid it by being yourself and just, you know, doing what you like. And there's more than one person who likes what you like. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have a group of fans. You're not going to be this cool pop star who's going to try to copy Beyonce and collect her fans because they like R&B. You can't copy mm-hmm. everything she does, you know? That's because she has real talent. And, like, do what you can do. Don't do what somebody else can do. Like, when I was younger, when you, when you were younger, you were always seen on the radio, right? And when we mm-hmm. were singing to the artists, you would try to sound just like them, right? Mm-hmm. But as you get older, it's like, no wonder I can hit those high notes because I'm trying to be just like them and sing exactly with their voice because I need to learn how to use my own voice, right? It's exactly like that. Like, just be yourself. And I mean, you can look up to somebody, yeah? Like, like oh, you you know, but after a while, you get a certain age and more mature and you start doing your own thing. Like, when Justin Bieber was younger, he was always looking up to, like, rappers and black people, <laughs> And like mm. he would dress like him. He used to always sag, like tattoos, shirts off, chains. Mm. And you look at him now, and he's just wearing, you know, regular skinny jeans, vans, you know, just typical, typical, you know, high schoolers type stuff. Because that's that's him. He realized who he was. Like mm-hmm. it's just all about understanding yourself, understanding who you are. People are gonna try to be like somebody else just to understand who they really are, and that's what mm. everyone goes through. You gotta. That's how you find yourself. Yeah. So avoid that. Be yourself and explore yourself enough to know who you are. Yeah. Like, you know, explore the obvious. Like, try to, you know, like, you can try to be like that for real. You're going to be like, okay, I'm trying to be like him. It doesn't work out. I'm going to try to be like him. It doesn't work out. Try to be like him kind of works out. So you stick with it, but then you modify it in your own way. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. I feel like there is. Um, there is a healthy amount of, you're not straight up copying, but there is an amount of copying that is always involved in art and people could call it, you know, copying or, but really it might be inspiration, but, you know, blatantly ripping is a totally different thing. But yeah, I feel like artists kind of need to do that in order to continue getting inspired because I mean, nobody can truly create something that's completely brand new yeah because everything has a you know like everything is a tree 
it's branches. Everything connects to something. Right. And a lot of rappers nowadays, they're back, I'm going to say back in like 2012, 2013, like rappers coming out then, they will always like try to rap, rap about drugs or, you know, having money, having women, having nice things, this, man, the third, just a whole bunch of materialistic things. Not saying women are objects. I'm not saying that. What I'm just saying is, you know, that was like, like you said before, that kind of trend that was back then. And mm-hmm. right now, rap, rap right now is like actually offset. He said in an interview, he said like the time to rap about drugs and stuff like that is over. It's time to about rap like something else. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what the rappers, like we said before, like Juice World, they are kind of not necessarily rappers. They're more like consider themselves rock stars like Juice World and Trippy Red. Those mm-hmm. are the ones I can think of on top of my head. You know, those are kind of like identify themselves as pop stars, you know, making music for them. And mm-hmm. then you got your other rappers like Little Peep, Little Skies, X, who kind of more of the depressing side of things. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. Out, making more depressing type music. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think trying to think of something else, but those are things on top of my head. But yeah, those are like kind of the new trends in the hip hop world right mm-hmm. now. So, well, I don't think it's a trend. I just think it's, you know, they're expressing how they feel and they don't have any other way to express it because nobody else is listening, right? So they just put it out right. in a song. And when you put it out in a song, you don't realize how many people out there in the world who are relating to it. And like, as you can see, the youth is the ones relating to it, right? Like the right. depression, suicide, the drugs, all of that. And like, that's why I am creating, turning the youth around into like a like better people. Like, I want you to be happy. I don't want you to be like heartbroken, all sad and depressed. I want you to live it up. <laughs> and like, as as you see these artists continue to go on, they their music starts to change. Like, they don't become. They're not always depressed and you know like that. Like with X, people started off thinking, oh, he he's screaming a lot. He must be a devil worshiper or something like that. He must be really depressed. And then right. as you keep this music later on into the future it becomes like you know more upbeat more pop something you could like rap to and just you know laugh at and have fun with just you know nothing depressed at all like i got my niggas by my side oh okay we having a good time let's enjoy the ride (laughs) right (laughs) but yeah i just want to touch up on that because like a lot of those rappers like that they do touch to the youth in a different way because they are yeah they are the youth basically and they like, they just they just relate. I think yeah, it, in a form. Um, I just kind of had this rev- revelation just now. I was thinking like, okay, why do I was gonna ask this, but um, Taranze was pretty much answered it. Uh, I was thinking, you know, why do people need music in the world? Like, like why? What is this? Uh, what is the value of it? You know what I'm saying? So and then he answered it right there. It's just like, okay, I want to I want this to benefit people's lives and in the form of them wanting to better themselves, be happy and, you know, live positive lives. And that's that's a pretty strong movement right there in itself. So that's just all I had to say. I was going to that was going to be my last question on why people need music. But um, you guys could uh, share any any last thoughts you got. And like if you if you think about it, with without music, everything would just be low key dead, right? Yeah. You watch a movie and somebody 
you can you uh create a connection with that character, right? Oh, I really like this character. He's my favorite, right? Yeah. And that character dies. They just die, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no. It's just. It's just okay. They're dead. No music. No piano in the background. Like okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But like, if you were to add music, you feel that emotion. Music puts emotion into you, like with the different hurts and stuff like that. Yeah. You got like 432 hertz. That's like musical healing for the heart and soul or whatever. Like mm-hmm. music is a part of us. Music came from us. <laughs> this mm-hmm. we need music in life. I'm not saying like we need it to stay alive, but like. like Music is everything. Music is mm-hmm. everywhere. It's how we live. This our culture. Yeah, I I believe I believe that. And uh, I I saw an interview with uh, Quincy Jones one time. I thought you about to say me one real quick. No. <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> no, uh, but but he was basically saying, um, you know, music's like water, and and it's gonna be here uh, in the world until the water dries up the music's gonna be here right to the end yeah even animals create music <laughs> look at the birds man <laughs> yeah for real yeah but um my take on uh what you said mike i was about to say um music is a mood like you you and Toronto basically said it we i feel like we do need music we need music in our everyday lives because like everyone has their own type of prison where you listen to rap where you listen to k-pop where you listen to regular pop like music is all a part of your mood like you you wake up you feeling happy you're gonna you're gonna play either some jazz some nice smooth jazz or you're gonna play like some some logic <laughs> or something play play the everybody album on blast or yeah. if you're feeling sad you listen to juice world and eggs like it all depends on your mood, and it's just like you know you how you just hallway in school, and like <laughs> yeah, you got one song on, and you just I'm I'm the shit. You take the headphones off, and you just feel like shit. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. as soon as you, you take them you off, walk- you don't feel anything. But when you put them on, you feel everything. Right. Hey, we we kind of touched up on video games the other day about you know how how it's it's kind of like a rush, pretty much. I was talking about entertainment in general and and how um it could there ever be too much of it like can it can it be as excessive do you think people can be addicted to it do you think it could be in an unhealthy way ever oh uh, yeah too much of anything is unhealthy all right any last thoughts on on anybody's part well i was i was really about to say you know just back to the music thing because like it just just talking about, I ain't gonna lie, just talking about music and just the whole vibe of it, it's just like, it's a, it's a feeling you get. You feel... It's more than a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's more than a feeling, yeah. but it's like, you feel comfortable. You feel like you're, you escape into your own world. Because it understands you. Exactly. Exactly. Same with I'm getting off topic, but same with video games. You escape into your own world, and you just you're are basically. I ain't gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say in control. You're basically in control of your world, and you're just you feel free. Yeah, like, you feel free when you're in the zone because you know the zone is controlled only by you, and mm-hmm. those moments right there is when you feel free. Yeah, that's that's whatever you're. Your passion is that's your your passion. You turn into a skill. That's what your zone is. When you when you 
when you get in that, man, that's life right there. Bro, that's yeah. oh my god, bro. That makes me want to play some music right now. Hey, go, go. Like, <laughs> yo, Alexa. <laughs> For real. Yeah, I all right. I I mean, I think that wraps it up though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That does kind of do wrap it up. But everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Project Reloaded podcast, the off the cuff series rather. I have been your host, Q-Man, aka Quincy. You can follow me at Q-Man underscore Productions. Also, want to thank our very, very special and first guest, mm-hmm. Tarante. Tarante, say goodbye to all the listeners out there. It's never goodbye. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you cannot forget about our other host, Mike the Project. Mike, also say goodbye. Yeah, thank you guys, and you know what to do. Uh, we're early on, so all your support is um, greatly, greatly appreciated. And trust us, there will be more guests, possibly, possibly celebrities. You never know. Let's just see how this Ooh. how this goes. That's true. <laughs> and also, want to say it again, thank you for tuning in, and we will always catch you. On the next podcast, the next podcast will be, will be, it will be a good one. I know, I know, it sounds like a broken record, but trust me, it will be another good one. We mm-hmm. saying consistent out here, okay? Mm-hmm. But yes, you already know what to do: like, comment, share, and subscribe, and tell us. And if you have ideas of your own, t- tell us in the comments. We will always love to see what you guys think. And yeah, that basically wraps it up. And. Deuces. Thanks. See ya.